Welcome to Solomon's Secrets, episode number seven. So um, today, excited about what we'll talk about it. The, you know, it is a uh, secret that. Uh, <clears throat> pardon me. I'm sorry. So it's a secret that uh, you know I think is so powerful. It's the power of your words, power of the lips, the tongue, what we speak. And it is, uh, there is a lot inside of Solomon's Secrets that talks about uh, the power of our words, uh, the power of what we say. So, uh, so yeah, so we'll, we'll chat a little bit about that, kind of flip back and forth a little bit and dig out some of these uh, phenomenal secrets. It says, listen, for I will speak of excellent things. And from the opening of my lips come right things. So, so right there off the bat, you know, we have a choice. What do we speak? What do we say? How do we, uh, what, what do we choose to uh, come out of our mouths, right? It says uh, in, uh, it also says righteous lips are the de- delight of kings and they love him who speak what is right. You know, it's interesting. The other day we saw, you know, do you see a man diligent in his work? He'll stand before kings and not mere men, right? And here it says as well, if you speak the words, uh, you know, the kings will take delight in it. Righteous lips are the delight of kings, people in authority, right? People with the, with the influence. Using the words rightly makes a difference. It says the heart of the wise teaches his mouth and adds learning to his lips, And then it goes on to say, pleasant words are like honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the bones. So, uh, you know, you want to have healthy bones? Choose your words very carefully. Make sure that they actually add value, that there's sweetness to them. Pleasant words. You know, think about that when we speak to our spouses and our children. You know, what kind of words do we choose? Do we choose uh, pleasant words or do we choose harsh words? It's pretty interesting when, it, uh, when you look at it this way, isn't it? Uh, it also says uh, that wisdom is found on the lips of him who has understanding. But a rod is for the back of him who is devoid of understanding. Wise people store up knowledge, but the mouth of the foolish is near destruction. So interesting. I, uh, you know, I'm just fascinating by the, uh, by the, the power and how important the words that we choose, the words that we speak. It says, whoever hides hatred has lying lips and whoever spreads slander is a fool. Again, we can use our words to gossip to tell, uh, you know, to tell lies. Uh, but if we do, you know, that is what the Solomon Secrets calls. It's like, man, you're a fool. So be watchful as you participate in dialogue, as you participate in, in conversation. Uh, you know, are we participating in gossiping? Are we participating, you know, with the words that we use of, uh, you know, what, what do we contribute in dialogue? And is it building up or tearing down? 
It says, he who despises the word will be destroyed, but he who fears the commandment will be rewarded. The law of the wise is a fountain of life to turn one away from the snares of death. He who despises the word, right? The words that we speak. Do not be lazy in, 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 uh, in language, right? I always remember Jim Rohn talking a lot about don't be lazy in language. It costs too much, is what he used to say. In the mouth of the fool is a rod of pride, but the lips of the wise preserve them. Super, super interesting. 51, it says, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. The tongue of the wise uses knowledge rightly, but the mouth of the fools pours forth foolishness. I think we all can relate, you know, we all can recognize and or as we become aware of the power of our words, you know, it's, it's really interesting when you, like I said, when you become aware and you start listening to people, what, what are words that come out? What are words that are being spoken? And, and it says the lips of the wise disperse knowledge, but the heart of the fool does not do so. So, so uh, you know, what, what words, what terminology, what, uh, you know, what is, how do we contribute in communication? So, so I mean, it's crucial. It's crucial. It says uh, that a man has joy by the answer of his mouth and a word spoken in due season, how good it is. How many, how many of you guys can relate and think of scenarios and times when, when you heard, when a word was spoken, when a word was given, when a, you know, in a conversation where you felt uplifted, you know, when you felt that it's like it was actually made a difference, it soothed the soul, right? And, and a man has joy by the answer of his mouth and a word spoken in due season, how good it is. What a tremendous secret. What a tremendous secret to, uh, to keep in mind as, as we have a choice with the words that we speak. Just really, really uh, fascinating to, to dive deep in and see what the Solomon Secrets has to say about what the words that we speak. It says, excellent speech is not becoming to a fool, much less lying lips to a prince. Again, being very, very watchful on what we, what we speak. He who has knowledge spares his words, and a man of understanding is of a calm spirit. Even a fool is counted wise when he holds his peace. When he shuts his lips, he is considered perceptive. I found that so interesting. So, you know, and, and a lot of times you, you can tell the people wisdom, the people that are that have great knowledge, you know, they're really cautious with the words that they use. They, you know, they don't have to say much for it to be impactful, right? You guys ever been around people that are, you know, their words are few, but the impact carries. And it has a tremendous reach because of the, you know, just the weight that the words hold when they speak, right? And then flipping back here, it talks a little bit more about what, what, what is a fool? What comes out of a fool's mouth? A fool's lips enter into contention, 
right? And his mouth calls for blows. How many, you know, that's so interesting. You, you've heard and seen and watched, you know, when, when the words get you in trouble, when, when what you've spoken actually, actually causes damage, right? Enters the fool's lips, enters into contention and his mouth calls for blows. A fool's mouth is his destruction and his lips are the snare of his soul. The words of a talebearer are like tasty trifles and they go down into the inmost body. You know, I, I can just, you know, it, it's, we've all been in the scenarios and settings where, you know, sometimes, you know, we were just like, man, I wish I hadn't said that. Man, I wish that didn't come out, right? The words that we spoke, the impact that it carried and the, the influence that it had, uh, you know, based on what, uh, you know, what we said. It had a lasting impact that, you know, we may have regretted. Be watchful with the words that we speak, the, the, the lips, you know, what, what comes out of our lips, right? A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips, he shall be filled. And here's probably one of my favorite ones that Solomon's Secrets has. And, and I think, you know, we really, you know, sometimes we don't take this one to heart, right? We don't think it is this important, but really it says, Solomon's Secret says that death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it shall eat its fruit. And, and that's where I think that there is, you know, it, in fact, it's, you know, now more and more science is actually proven it, that, you know, the words that we speak, we speak things into existence. And that can be really, really humbling. It can be really humbling when you think about it because if you start paying attention, again, start becoming aware of the words that we use, the words that we speak, and ask, start asking ourselves, is that what I want? Is that what I desire in my life? If what I speak became true, is, is that something that I desire? Is that something that, that, uh, that I'm actually wanting to go after? And more often than not, I'll challenge you, more often than not, it is not. And, and there are things that we say, you know, without even thinking about it. And I'm not going to repeat them now because I don't like, like using them. But, you know, we, we've, we've heard of people speaking about their own health, right? We hear people speaking about in regards to their own finances, Right? And, and uh, you know, those are just a couple of examples. We hear people speak words over others, right? Calling them things and names and, you know, maybe descriptive uh, descriptions that, uh, uh, you know, if, if that actually carried to where it actually became reality, is that what we want? Especially, especially, I think, if we speak it over our children. You know, we have a choice. And I think it goes even farther because... You know, if a child, especially if they hear a certain vocab, you know, a certain word spoken over them over and over and over again, guess what? They're going to take that as truth. Their subconscious mind is start is going to start actually believing in and taking that as a you know image or description or just a reality of who they are. So that's why I think this one: death and life are in the power of our tongues becomes really, really, really important to, to be conscientious of, to be really mindful of and thinking through. 
And it says, yeah, you know, here it said, when, when your lips speak right things, you know, my son, if, you hear, if your heart is wise, my heart will rejoice. Indeed, I myself, yes, the inmost being will rejoice. I mean, deep down in your soul, when your lips speak right things. And that's why I like the one I started out with, the Solomon's Secret. Listen, for I speak of excellent things from the, uh, you know, from the opening of my lips comes right things. I mean, just kind of keeping that as the, as the goal to strive for. Anytime that we open our lips, anytime we speak, uh, something good comes out. You know, it lifts up, it builds up, right? And a word spoken, uh, a word fitly spoken in the right time, the right season is like apples of gold uh, in settings of silver, like an earring of gold and an ornament of fine gold is a wise rebuker to an obedient ear. Again, a word fitly spoken, you know, in due season, being able to speak words that, uh, that uh, build up instead of tearing down. And a lying tongue hates those who are crushed by it, and a flattering mouth works ruin. So, you know, just, you know, I'm sure there's even more Solomon's secrets uh, around uh, the the words that we speak, right? It is a, uh, you know, it's fascinating how much is said about how important the words that we use uh, and how, how I, I think it's just becoming aware. I think it is really becoming aware of what that means and, and start thinking and start keeping in mind, do we tear down or do we build up? Do we speak goodness and life or do we speak death, right? And uh, so, uh, so yeah, so, you know, hope you, hopefully you got some value. Hopefully this resonated. Hopefully maybe it causes you to, uh, you know, possibly even go back and pick up the Solomon Secrets and dig a little deeper. You know, just kind of make it a study and see what, what are the words, how much value, how much truth is there in the power of, on, uh, of our words? So, uh, look forward to uh, to chatting more. Glad you joined us, and uh, can't wait to uh, to chat and visit a little bit more uh, tomorrow. See you guys.